even though I'm not spiritual, but I believe that God will not give you things that you cannot handle in life. Yeah. Mm, appreciate girl. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hello everyone. Welcome back to the Sassy Podcast. My name is Chloe. And I'm Joyce. And here at the Sassy Podcast, we talk about everything in between life, career, pop culture, as millennials and Gen Z wanna be, I guess. Our podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube if you guys want to watch us in frame. So do check it out. So today, we're going to be talking about something a little bit more serious and also very controversial. I think it can get very, very controversial, which is mental health. Mm-hmm. I believe that most of us had heard this term very much by now. And it's a topic that's very much discussed within our generation, right? Across social media and also especially mm-hmm. since COVID has happened. Before the outbreak, I would say that I never thought myself would be able to would experience uh, mental health in my life but as I look at the statistics now I feel like everyone would experience this at this once in a lifetime but it depends on like the severity of it indeed like COVID was a very challenging time like health you know your safety or job safety was like at stake I think everything was certain with the world right like it's very stressful having to be quarantined at home for the longest time that is very much affecting us like globally in terms of mental health right and okay so for today right since we're going to talk about mental health i just want to put a disclaimer out there that we are not any medical professionals or any mental health experts but the sharing that we're talk about it's very much dependent on our personal views and experience mm-hmm. dealing with mental health right okay so let's just like talk about uh, our views on like mental health at work currently mental health at work is the companies are shifting their focus on employees well-being you know we used to focus so much on like medical like outpatients and like uh like engagement and all that stuff but i feel like currently companies are shifting their focus more on um, employees mental and also psychological health and because of COVID companies are exceptionally forming department or the committee. This is as far as I know. Like they say that they want to have this um, group of people to come to the companies and um, promote and encourage employees to reach out or to speak up to people if they're feeling upset or like unsupported due to any reasons. So they have this particular department committee to support them. I think it sounds nice. <laughs> I do agree that it's great. It's become a little bit more woke and they want to be more understanding towards their employee to recognize that actually, hey, it's a tough time. But at the same time, I think my, my personal view is, you know, work is still work would I really be comfortable with sharing with my employer that I have something going through mm. in life it could be used as a double-edged sword back to you it could turn out really bad it could backfire yeah I think companies is going through a really really good direction you know like trying to be yep. more understanding perhaps they can allow for more leeway for sabbatical leaves or a few days off yeah. ever since COVID has happened a lot of things have changed and you know business performance are usually or well, most of it are also affected in many uh, macroeconomic stance and I have yeah. to say right my workload during COVID has triple fold yeah so I, I don't know I think it's like hand in hand it's like your workload also increasing your me- of course your mental yeah. health will be somewhat affected right of course I, it's gonna I'm gonna get a lot of hate on this but I think what I'm trying to share is that there needs to be clear communication and also how mm. you communicate about mental health. I think that is the most important thing because everybody goes through shit, doesn't mm. it? Everybody has very serious yeah. in their life. It's just that we don't communicate so much about it. Lah. I think it's a very tricky thing that 
COVID has um, gave us in a lot of sense. You have now hybrid arrangement as well, thanks to COVID, which is great for many people. But at the same time, there's a lot of discussion that I think people are slacking off work and they want people to come back. So things have become way more mm. complex than his has ever been at least that's how I see it people have that perception that oh if you're working from home means oh you're not doing your work but the reality is sometimes or at least for some people the workload is just so much you really want to save your transportation time right there's a balance (laughs) there's a balance I think like we we as human like we really need to kind of like reevaluate or also you know we we think how 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 we want to be or how our lives to be like we can take control of it and i think it has become more complicated for organizations as well i think it's a very gray area you know it really depends on individuals right yeah i don't know how to design the policies good luck to them it has to be fair policies as well i'm talking way too much on this but generally i think mental health can be abused in some sense and i'm not saying as someone that is very insensitive because i myself have been through many many experiences Mm -hmm mental health the reality is we have to center ourselves as human to realize that you are responsible for your life yeah i think that's the main message oh my god is it too serious <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I feel that you are verbal you are verbal diarying right now definitely makes sense but yeah. i want to add a point to like what you just shared just not on the policies right i think taking care of employees well-being in terms of mental and psychological is really it's a very good initiative i would say and i think this approach it takes care of them holistically which is when they abused it like the policies they kind of like just take it for granted because I had experienced this uh, in my companies as well like okay I have a policy that okay if you have close contact for example this is very basic right close contact okay you work from home and then you send us your supporting like test kit photos or your reporting yeah. HSO from my Sajatra yeah they sent it to us but you know I have this experience whereby this employee he sent me once okay I asked you to quarantine seven days then the next just right before seven days yeah tomorrow he needs to come back to work then he sent me another COVID uh, close contact, you know. So he continued another seven days. And then he continued another seven days. So and not one whole month, he didn't come to work. Because every seven days, they he will yeah, have a supporting yeah. the close contact. I was like, mm-hmm, okay. Then this is how abuse our work. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree with that. It becomes yeah. tricky. COVID is serious. It is and I know it stressed a lot of people out and not everybody is very fortunate to have living spaces that can accommodate people to have a room to themselves. Let's just put it that way, right? Like, yeah, maybe you had mm. to share a room with maybe yeah. a sibling or, or someone else in your family, right? So you will go out, that person will go out, they will meet other people, they will be more prone to close contact and then you come back, you obviously, you know, infect each other with the virus and stuff like that. Then, oh shit, then now I need to, you know... um. Be, you know, I need to quarantine, la, but at the same time, yeah. if it happens like habitually, it, it's very hard, mm. right? I think my challenge back then as a line manager is like, how do you be empathetic yet make sure that, you know, they are also focused and also able to motivate them to continue with their work? Let's say they say, oh, you know, I'm going through some stuff. I'm very worried about COVID. It's a very tough time. I don't think I can come to work today. My anxiety is off the roof. One case scenario, you can be understanding. But if but if 10 times, how should a line manager, then they seem insensitive and a bitch. I feel that it's also super mm. unfair, right? So if the employee is performing well and they are they are good then th- there shouldn't be any concern 
but sometimes it is not the case and it feels that it is really abused but yet you can't mm. say much because then you are not empathetic right yeah situation it was a very interesting situation to deal with and i think it is very important for you to set boundaries correct so i think you know where's the balance yeah, where's the balance, right? So I think it's fair. Like I say, if you really need time off, that's fair, right? That's fair. Mm-hmm. But then you can't really expect much lah out of it, right? You can't expect yeah. like even a promotion if you were to take many, many sick leaves. Oh my God, I'm going to get so much hate here. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think your points are really, it's it's true, lah, I think. Because when we have this flexibility, we have this service, we care about you, care so much about all this stuff. But people always have ways to abuse certain things yeah yeah, um, yeah. So that you, we always have to have a balance of how we want to take this benefits into ourselves instead of looking at it as if, as if I can take it for granted mm. so um, it has to always have a balance la. despite these things the era is different you should still have policy that allow flexibility you can't go back mm. even though you know that there could be certain level of abuse then recruit better okay <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> yeah apart from like mental health at work, I just I also want to like touch a little bit more on our experience on like uh, mental health because just now like remember I mentioned that we all will experience mental health challenge at least once in a lifetime as I was working in this society I start to be more aware of like uh, my our own mental health so that I I came into realization that it actually we really will be will experience mental health problems at least once in a lifetime. Mm. Yeah, I did experience depression when I was going through a very bad breakup. I am investing so much on this person. I spent a lot of time and also financially all that, but it is not reciprocated. Then I will start to question myself that, like, hey, why am I not receiving back the things that I thought that you know it should happen in a relationship? But so all in all, all these experiences are actually kind of like accumulate in my head in my heart to a point that I experienced extreme sadness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my experience with uh, depression. So how I actually walk out from this depression is that I think after the breakup, I made a decision to really put it to a stop, like how I was feeling. Because it was it was really taking a toll in my life, you know. Ah. Like what you mentioned, just now, right? like my work also, it was affected because I was so sad. Every day I'm just like so sad, driving to work so oh, I don't want to go to work. And then I have no focus, cannot focus. And people talk to you so you entertain them but you know nothing really goes into your mind it has already affected me very much so I make a decision to put it a stop and I say that okay girl I have to come out of this and also like family support because uh, um it was a very tough period of my life yeah. I would say lowest point of my life let's put it that way so my family was there very much with me and my sister she really took care of me so much like wow, wow I tell you my is one of the biggest motivation for me to move on from the sadness and also you and my mentor you know I can call you just at just any point of the time I also call my mentor at any point of the time you know sometimes uh, I just like call because I need to verbal diarrhea <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I know I know I know I just yeah. have to diarrhea it out and I have to cry it out. I, I think you were also very confused like why am I feeling that way and also you yeah. don't know how to help because yeah. my my thoughts were scattered around everywhere like why is this person doing this okay. and why am I feeling it yeah, all these kind of things is just like not very healthy for me la, until when I feel that people around me will get tired. La. <laughs> you know, I don't know whether you get tired. It's true in a way. The one thing that popped up in my head and I think I told you as well, it's like, oh my gosh, she actually loved this person so much. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you love this person so much to be affected like so badly because I right I didn't I didn't realize until that point. Then I was like, oh okay. Now I recognize that actually she really she really really like loved this other person. Yeah, because it was really mm. something I've never really seen before. Sure, 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 sure. But you know, with your support and with my mental support, with the people around me, they are supporting me. I gradually realized that I really have to move on. I really have to just walk out of it because the depression was really bad. Oh, you know, I cannot. Right now, I'm looking back at it, I can laugh about it. Yeah. <laughs> like if I was experiencing, I cannot. I cannot do that now. Uh, so I think family support was one of the very biggest motivation for me to move on. I think for me, also like another point is I'm, I'm a spiritual person. So uh, I was praying very much uh, to God and um, I was reading his words also like watching a lot more motivational videos. Although I tell you, this doesn't help. Really doesn't help. But I have to fill myself with that thoughts that is positive from outside. It doesn't help me to think positively. Right? It really doesn't. But at least I am doing something uh, Right, and also reading a little bit more of his words. So there's a scriptures that came across again in my life when I was going through the lowest part is that uh, he's close. The scripture says God is close to the broken hearted. So when this this scripture speaks to me, I was I cried, you know, because I know God is with me and he knows how painful it was for me to go through that so that actually makes me feel that he loves me very much that's why he speaks to me through the scripture this scripture has already i already know this thing for a very long time but it will not really apply to you if you are not that broken okay let's wait if you're not that broken this may not actually apply so much to you but when you're really broken i tell you it really speaks very much to me so i started crying i started praying and you know reading more of his words and feeling more of his his love and to tell just talk to god as usual i thought i will not be able to walk out from this depression ever or at least it will take me more than a year but as i pray communicate with my family and friends it actually moves me faster to move out of this depression i thought i will take at least one year i thought but no girl <laughs> it takes how long i think few months yeah so it actually moves me out from this depression even faster right and that's just like a spiritual part of me and the thing is also to accept your feelings because you know i was accepting a lot of my feelings remember how i tell you i was feeling this and that and i was thinking like thoughts about what if i do this what if i do that remember i come up with a lot of like crazy ideas like oh. should i talk about this should i like approach this person like uh, okay how to work things out you know i was thinking of strategies to get this person back in my life because honestly yeah. i was very confused like what is wrong correct you really messed up your head la. you are not mm-hmm. your, your yourself yes correct so i think that part it's it, it was healthy for me personally it's not for but other people for me personally it was healthy because i was accepting my feelings this is a reality that the person is gone and this thing doesn't exist anymore. So as far as I feel like I want to have the strategy to like get back this person, all that stuff. So accepting of how you feel and cry about it, but you have to move on from it. I'm not sure whether I told you this, but I didn't eat for three days. <laughs> no. Because I wasn't feeling any hunger at all. Zero, you know, in my whole life, I never had these feelings before, but I really did not feel hunger in my life for three days. That is crazy, girl. I tell you, this is crazy. And of course, I lost weight very much. Left. I just feel really shitty. Like this whole thing, is, it's not working. So I realized yeah. that I have a problem already. I was aware that I am not healthy, mm. not physically, mentally. So mm. I said to I start to move on. I start to find friends, my family, and also my mentor. I start to pray and all this stuff. Yeah, this is where I start to have more 
awareness of my thoughts. Once you're more aware, you accept it and you try to not let things affect you anymore. I completely agree. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, ultimately, it's all in our head, like, I, would, I would say. What are the words that we speak to ourselves matters very much. If we think that we are really not good, then we are really not good. During mm-hmm. that bad break, I thought that I give so much and you're not reciprocating. Am I not good enough for you? Like, am I not being a good partner to you? Mm. I was thinking about it, but this is not a healthy sentence to ourselves. We have to tell ourselves that, how am I not good to you? Like, I, I supported you. I know that I'm good. In the back of my head, I know that I was good to this person, but this person just didn't make me feel like I was good. So I enlarged the part where I was not good. But when you're healing, when you're moving on, you start to shift things away to think that you are really good. It's just that things didn't happen the way that you want it to happen. That's all. So start to have this shift of mind and focus on the positive self of you and you can move on a little bit quicker. And then the self-love and the self-care will come into place just naturally because I was like, as I said, it's just now I watch a lot of positive videos. I also watch a lot of sermon sessions by Michelle McKinney. Okay, people who don't know, go and Google her. She's very, she's very expert in relationships and uh, with love and I don't know, any, anything that's related about this stuff. And also dress up more, make plans with your friends, take the initiative to catch up with old friends. Mm-hmm. I think that really makes you feel more involved and love yourself even more because you are more involved with your people, with your connections really. That's what I think. And I didn't know I would be able to make it out of it until I really did all of these things. You're looking back at it, it was a lot of work. But you know, it just happened. Cause you you would be you were there with me, right? Like you know how bad it was. Right now I'm talking about it, it's just a surface only. But what it actually went through in detail, oh, <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. So proud of you. <laughs> it was very tough. Like seeing you go through that was very hard as well. Because like you were really not yourself, not your usual and I think like you just lost like a lot of energy for life, I guess. I think that this part of me you've never seen before, right? Yeah. It's it's really It was a first for you, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Usually, I would say you're very confident. You're very self-assured. Like, <laughs> yeah, that girl, like, I'm pretty. I know it. But at that point, <laughs> it's like, whoa, who is this person which showing up yeah. with low confidence and always so unhappy? Yeah. It's so, there's so much self-doubt and yeah, crazy like, to see how much a person could have affected you. I think, I think this is a very good I would say, I, I'm looking at a, pers- a positive perspective, this is a good experience for me because I start to realize that what is the uh, negative qualities about me as a partner, as a person, not just a partner. What is the toxic trait that I have? Uh, I start to reflect more on this and mm-hmm. improve to eliminate anything that is not good about myself. Then you can become a better person, a better partner, a better friend, a better better daughter, better better mentor to other people. That's what I am looking at it. That's a that's a that's a very very long experience of uh, <laughs> depression for me. <laughs> you see, because I was going through ex- or going through this depression ex- uh, experience, right? I started to think more about other people's experience as well. Oh, also, because okay. last time when people tell you about how I feel, all that stuff, I'm like, eh, why are you feeling like this? Because I'm always very positive, I'm very optimistic, right? So I never know how it feels to be in your shoe, correct? So until like you experience it, then you will be able to um identify what are the traits and the criteria of depression. And I think for you, for Chloe, right? I think I kind of catch this 
when she was in her UK days. Like she cries a lot. So like, looking back at her experience that time, right, I realized that she also did go through such an experience as what I did not. Probably like Chloe can also like talk to me about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. I mean, we wouldn't label it as depression because I never really got diagnosed, right? I never went for a professional like consultation or whatever. But I think the symptoms are there. I did cry a lot during that time. I literally like... (laughs) I felt I was crying almost every other day. And it's not those... It's not those like where you're like big sobbing and oh, like you know but right, it's like right. just suddenly out of nowhere you would just tear up it's freaking crazy it's really crazy like right. even, sometimes you just get a little bit of the triggers and then like you would just start to yeah tear it's like on my way home and I was like yeah, yeah. normal right. I think it's not normal but not to say that you know I was like completely like unable to function because my situation is very much different than yours more like an environmental kind of situation that i really couldn't overcome it while i was there lah, basically as long as mm. i'm left i will have that uh situation but obviously every other things were very very great like i had really really good support system like my friends they were so amazing like the people that i meet was great but it was just that one little thing that really affected my life growing up if i look back like there were a lot of times that I had this problem with depression. Kind of, I think kind of funny for people to hear about it. I don't know because I may seem very, very bubbly. But I think it's just that I've had experienced it for, for a very long time in my life. And I think it just, as I grow, it helps me to cope better. Lah. Or I would say I cope better with it each time because I recognize it. Yeah. Earlier and Correct. Yes. For me, it's about recognizing that, that I'm falling into that category. And I was very, very sick of feeling like shit feeling all the time. Yes. yes. So I had to come up because life does not stop for you because just because you have depression, you know, like it's Correct. like moving, your friends are moving, your people around you are moving and life doesn't stop. So I think in my case, it's more of like radical acceptance that whatever that is happening, to you that you don't like is yeah. is your reality and it's yes. yeah you just have to accept it and it's very hard because you will start to you you have to admit it you know you have to like really admit that this part of your life sucks and this thing about you is really really shitty lah, right so maybe in that start it was more about you know people's perception or how you feel less than other people that makes you have like insecurity or like confidence issue but towards the end it was more like I really wanted to work on myself I really want mm. me to mm. get better it's not really about other yeah people already so it really gave me like clarity in terms of thoughts like you because i can't control what people do right yeah and i can't really control what people say as well so if i'm so Mm. affected by it then i'm just i would just be affected and triggered by them every single day yeah obviously Mm. it's easier said than done but you really have to do the work you really have to toughen your mind yeah and i think I'm very proud and happy about that. <laughs> that I, yeah. Yeah. I think it's more of clarity of thoughts like, because you can't really give excuses for yourself. Like let's say if you're feeling very negatively about something, then it's understanding that I am feeling very negative about this because actually mm-hmm. there because whatever that person saying is might might be true, might be very hurtful. Is that something that you don't want to face the reality about yourself? And that's why you yeah. have that consequence of like, 
I don't like that person because that person is saying those things about me. But what mm-hmm. if you are able to accept that, that, hey, yeah, look, yeah, it's true. Ah. So what, right? Mm-hmm. So what? Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. right? And Correct. then you realize that that person don't have power over you or your... Or your Correct, totally agree. And I think that is a very freeing feeling. They don't pay my bills, right? They don't know my struggles. And for me, like, there is no point to share so much about my struggles to other people or try to explain where you're coming from because people have a limitation to understanding what people are going through and they cannot Mm -hmm. see it from your lens. As much as they try or they want to, if they have not gone through anything like what you have, they will not be able to understand. understand. And nobody goes through similar experiences, even though maybe it's a breakup. Like some, you all break up and the other person breakup is completely different as well. So it's fine. Like just work on yourself. I think... Yeah, mm, I think mm, power mm, your mm, mind. I'm not saying to be blindly mm, like read those books, self-help books, or say like just be happy. No, there's no such thing as just be happy. Like you can yes, correct. You can see things positively, but mm, it's mm. not just about yeah, you know what? Life sucks, but it's okay. Lah. Just be positive about it. Mm. It doesn't help because mm. you're not solving the core issue of your problem, right? You haven't mm. really come to terms with your problems if we're talking about maybe situations where people may have done something to you i think forgiveness is really about forgiving yourself but letting yourself go of the negative emotion that you have for the the other party Mm, mm. not about forgiving them it's actually forgiving yourself yourself. yeah correct because that person is not going to change so i think just take care of yourself really and i think if we want to go to very Mm. mm, actionable things or he like during my healing journey or whatever I mean I'm still going through stuff like on and off but I'm, yeah. all, I'm very good right now I think I'm in a very very good place I know. It's, it's getting better I think it's, it's it's like you just feel like I said I just feel very free like and I know what are the things mm-hmm. that I do to make myself better because I now understand myself better I now understand that what mm-hmm. I'm going through um, what are my weaknesses and like what are my strengths so mm-hmm. like during my recovery mm. journey, I think one of the things, like what you mentioned earlier, you have to make the decision that you want to get better and you must be committed to it. Correct. It's not about just say, I go and see a therapist and I expect the therapist to make me better. No, your therapist is not going to make you better. Honestly, like therapy sessions, they don't, they only listen to you. You're literally paying people to listen to you. Listen to you. Correct. They're just (laughs) gonna say a few lines. Like they're gonna say because they are not you. So you have to make the decision to like come out. But what are the things that you can really do is maybe at the start is for me is to kind of distract myself of all the emotions. Focus on something that makes you happy. Like for me, it's like Mm. into music or like playing the piano. Like really detach yourself off. The negative emotion that you're feeling mm-hmm. like for yourself is like going out dressing up you know meeting friends mm-hmm. meeting people yeah that, that yeah. that's the part that's the that's one that's one outlet for you i'm not saying that that wouldn't help you solve it uh like completely mm-hmm. but it's, it's one because it's a journey right yeah then slowly mm-hmm. you need to change your perspective of how you see mm-hmm. like the like what you're going through, lah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honestly, right. you don't really need to give a shit about what people think about right. because if I were to say people don't give a shit about you, really. <laughs> Just gotta stay out there. Nobody cares about you. And nobody will come and save you, right? Like save yourself. Even if they say like, <laughs> negative 
about you or they said something about you, they commented something about you, actually, it's just a passing remark. Like, they have nothing better to say or they don't know what to say and they're not good at talking. I think mm. that's about it, right? So, mm-hmm. just just do what you like, <laughs> right? I think one way to track your progress, maybe it's good to reflect on your uh, mood and your um, sort of behavior every day. Set some set yeah. some maybe attainable goals that like reflect on your behavior. For example, yeah. because it's not a linear curve, right? When when you're healing, yeah. you always have the emotions of you know coming up and down, up and down. But I think mm-hmm. what's, good, what's a good indicator is that perhaps the next time mm-hmm. when you feel negatively, you are able to recover even faster. So you will see that mm-hmm. you get triggered as time goes by. So for me, mm-hmm. what really helped is like oh, I'll say okay, maybe. This time round, you know, I think I'm feeling much better than what I was like mm-hmm. a week before. Definitely surround yourself with good people. Yeah. yeah. The support system is helpful. Mm-hmm. It cannot help you to come out, but it's helpful for you yeah. to, to not go deeper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, agree, yeah. Agree. At the end of the day, it's still yourself. It's all ourselves, like yeah. our decisions. Right? All right. All right. Like, sometimes people, people and things and circumstances can just happen itself, but we cannot change. So we must have this very strong mentality that we must not let this affect us. Yeah. And this is very, very important for people who is going through such a period of time. Like what you said just now, you cannot control what other people say. You yeah. cannot control what are the things that is happening around you, but you can control yourself. Yeah. So in the end of the day, it's all in your head, it's your mindset that really really matters and then like, just now you said also like therapies right i think therapist is is the person who you pay to stay you pay them to listen to you <laughs> and also they, they they kind of just also make you aware of your emotions mm. uh, the emotions that you're trying to run away from you're trying to avoid from that's the purpose of a therapist there. yeah i mean i think do what works for you uh, and try, mm. try out mm. different outlets right try out different outlets I think for me is depression period has gone for like some very long time Some sometimes for me it could be months up to years you know so yeah. but the thing is at least I'm at the point that I force myself to still function like I think everything else other in my life it's still on a good trajectory like everything else life career everything so for me that is all right it's just that my mood and my emotions when i am home it's very tough right like when i'm outside i'm all right like people see me as a fucking person but when i'm home my emotion fluctuates (laughs) and i hate it so much because i don't want to be i don't want to be controlled by my emotions right if i can't manage my emotions then my emotions will manage my life which i don't want Mm -hmm. so i think find things that work for you in terms of looking for a therapist i can only tell you that it is not a cure and i went to be the therapist okay why why i went is because sometimes you might have exhausted all your friends and your family members to hear about your problems and honestly <laughs> not because, because they are also going through a lot of things in their life maybe yeah. just need someone to talk to so pay lo. you got you gotta pay for someone to listen to you i guess that's the way to go la, right <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, but, well, but they, don't, they don't really give you solutions they can they will ask you some questions maybe some people need it right to sort mm. of like give clarity in your in your thought mm. yeah i totally agree with, with that with what you just shared yeah. <laughs> I, so, think, I think ultimately for like mental health issues it's just i think it's unfortunate 
that sometimes we feel very negatively or we have a long period of sadness time because I think in our world right now it's very stressful like everything there's a lot of yeah. that we 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 really need to keep up like as competitive I would say right like social media does contribute to a lot of people feeling like confidence issue and stuff like that it's not easy right it's not easy for me I think just train your mind to be stronger I think that's the only way to do like so you don't feel so you come out feeling free like if you see a hot babe on like Instagram like you wouldn't compare wow like why does she look so gorgeous and I'm not you know obviously you feel like oh you know she's so pretty but it shouldn't affect you deeply until you feel like you're a piece of shit it shouldn't be like that it should be a motivation for you like wow that girl is so gorgeous let's see how I can also be the same in my own ways in your own ways yeah I think you'll come out feeling stronger more confident and the best part is you're just free and I love that I keep saying that <laughs> and I love it yeah I think I think you enjoyed it because you already come out from it and you know that you're in a much better place right now but yeah. you're free you don't care about other people what, have, yeah. what they have to say about you at all yeah I think it's very it's very uh, motivational <laughs> <laughs> your, your experience is very motivational yeah, maybe one day I will share more in depth what exactly it was. But I think yeah. I am I'm glad that it has come to this. But obviously when you are going through it, it feels like shit. It really does feel like shit. And what I can tell you is that because you can't go any further down anymore, unless you mm. choose to kill yourself, lah, right? That's the shitty part, lah, right? But obviously please don't do that so when you're at rock bottom the only way is up so you will go up and don't stay there don't stay at the rock bottom so long because why would you why would you do that to yourself just think about this why would you make yourself suffer even longer just step out of it i think the light tunnel is there and it will be brighter days ahead than staying at rock bottom so Wow, <laughs> I'm okay. I, I don't really fancy words, but this is just how I yeah. view, view it as like the more you're feeling like like shit, everything else in your life <laughs> is just continuously shit. It will be like shit. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So why not just uh-uh. go and enjoy your life? Don't let other people affect your your mm. life, your decision, your emotions so much because at the end of the day. They are nobody to you. Yeah, correct. correct. I, I agree with all that you just said. I like the motivational talks. <laughs> you know, this question just came about in my head because a lot of the people have also told me about this when I was having that depression period. They say like, time heals. I feel like time cannot heal you. One. You can always experience the same emotions for 20 years if you decide to not move on. Yes, right? exactly. I agree. Yeah. I think time just makes you adapt to whatever pain that you're going through. Lah. And you feel this uh-huh. numbness and perhaps that's even worse, you know, because you're not taking any mm-hmm. any action to solve it or like to come to terms with it. So mm-hmm. I completely disagree that time heals. Yeah. <laughs> I feel time doesn't heal. Correct, correct, correct. And it's another thing is like um, when you don't make the decision to move on, you know, yeah. you stay in it, you stay in the place for a very long time or you didn't come to a term where want to have positivity in your life, you will continue to have very negative thoughts about life. If I always tell myself that I'm very bad partner, I am not gonna look, I'm not gonna meet the right people in my life, then I will never be able to make 
the right people in my life. Yeah, I could I have experienced also like people telling me like, oh, they're going through such a pain over and over again after six months or all. So I started to tell them that you really have to make the decisions to walk out of it. I also experienced the same pain. In fact, my pain is also, I mean, like there's no comparisons here, but I think mine is quite extreme la, if I look at other cases. So if I'm able to do that, you are also able to do that. You know, I would just want to try to motivate them in a the sense that you really have to make the decision. You cannot just run away. You have to recognize the pain, go through the pain, cry, do whatever shit you want to do, but you always have to tell yourself to stand up again. Yeah. No one is going to come and pick you up. You know, you uh, really just have to say, nobody is going to control your legs. <laughs> right? I totally agree. You know, like if sometimes <laughs> people will always tell you things like, why is it so hard? Why is it so hard? It's such a simple thing. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is just look the other way, just be happy. You know, of course, your reality is your reality, right? Yeah. But the thing is, like, yeah. it won't change until you decide to see it differently. Yeah, so yeah. your circumstance, you can't, unless you can really, really change your environment or reinvent yourself, like, drastically, la, but most of the time, it's not possible, la, right? Possible. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. possible. So you just, you have to be realistic too. That's why I said, like, it's radical acceptance. La. It's like, yeah yes mm-hmm. i'm going through a really bad breakup and i have to accept that i am going through this breakup but the thing is you should have faith and confidence in yourself that you go through it right like because nothing is mm-hmm. nothing is forever i believe that even though i'm not spiritual but i believe that god will not give you things that you cannot handle in life yeah appreciate mm-hmm. girl <laughs> amen <laughs> <laughs> yeah just see this true. just lie to yourself honestly just lie to yourself make it till you make it honestly like even if something <laughs> just lie to yourself it's gonna be better it's gonna be better sometimes it might actually be better this is this is on top of every other things that i've mentioned earlier that you also need to do the work all the distraction all the all the tracks on your recovery phase and all the changing of perspective because sometimes it starts with lying to yourself first <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Depends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's situation is different, but mm. it changes the fact that everybody needs to stand up for themselves and work on themselves mm. if they really want to get better. Yeah, I think I think that it's very very true. And like once you come out of the feeling, you will definitely come out stronger. And I think that is really working out very well on our maturity as well. Like you have to really go through this to grow very fast on your maturity. I think that's how I grow up. Right now, my perspective with relationship, it's a different level already. <laughs> And I believe that is the same case for you also, right? Like, you know, and you're like very strong. Like, I think that's what I see about you. I know a lot of people say that, you know, things that don't kill you makes you stronger and this kind of thing. I don't completely agree with it. But I would just say that if things are being thrown at your way, maybe it came with a purpose, but it's not like mm. you could have done anything differently to avoid it, right? Just ha- you wouldn't have known that he was a it was a shitty boyfriend that you could not date him. Yeah, you wouldn't something yeah. that you wouldn't have known. So if uh-uh. something bad happened to you, you can only accept and move on from there. Yeah. Okay, again, just to put this out there, uh, we are not any medical professionals or like mental health experts. All of the stuff that we have just discussed in this podcast, it's all our personal view and our experiences dealing with uh mental health. So I hope that the sharings that we have talk about it will bring some insight to you about mental health and uh, 
it will also motivate you. I hope so <laughs> with our experiences. And if you're going through similar experiences as us, I do hope that you'll find some motivations from this podcast and like how you can overcome this and what are the things that you can do to improve your personal life and your experiences and to come out of it even stronger. Yeah, I think that's that's the message of our podcast for today. <laughs> yes, definitely agree. I think you only have this one one chance. Just make it the best that you can. Don't let... Mm. Your, don't let negativity, your emotions or other people control how you feel every single day because you are the main character, okay, of your life. And you can write a very, very fucking good chapter, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, I think this comes to the end of our episode. Uh, I think this topic actually extremely hard for us to do. I hope that everything that we said, uh, that you guys will find beneficial. I think that's just where we're coming from. But if you don't agree, that's fine either, you know. <laughs> but if if you, like, if you like to hear more from us, you like to see more updates from us, always check out our social media. We are on Instagram at sourcepodcast underscore. And then we are also on multiple <laughs> channels on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And of course, you can also see us on YouTube. So, and always, as we will end, follow, like, and subscribe to the channel. Thank you so much. And we will see you again in the next episode. Bye.